0: Today we talk emotions and their importance in our future as we chat to music with Michael on Benny asking people questions. Today's guest arrived on the children's music scene, at least according to her Spotify releases in 2019. However, this hasn't been a toe-in-the-water affair, but rather a steady-flowing stream of content that has cascaded into a river over the subsequent months and year, culminating in her 2020 release, Can You Make Music? This music, though, does seemingly come with a message, a message of relax, take your time, and remember to be you. A message that, although isn't a brand new concept, it is delivered with a musical scape which in itself demands the listener to relax, take time and admire the world and their place within it. Presented with an almost urgent focus as if she feels it's reached critical point. The music is impossibly gentle and profound and takes its listener to places often reserved for twilight dreaming. It's hard to define, yet impossible not to feel familiar with, and... I'm really glad, although glad seems to stumble a little bit short of how I feel, to be joined by her today, all the way from New Zealand. Uh, Michael from Music with Michael, thanks for joining me today.
1: Oh my goodness, that was a piece of art in itself. <laughs> that was beautiful.
0: That's right. I'm cutting, ah. I'm cutting and pasting it now, and sending it to you. <laughs>
1: Like I could just put that straight into a song. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank no. you so much, benny That's oh man, that is amazing. Oh, I can't wait to listen again to that. Yeah. Well,
0: ben, look, thank you. I'm very, very, very glad to be talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's you know I hope I sort of haven't stepped out of turn, and I will address it a bit later. But but I do. You know, I, I talk about that urgency of calm, which is, you know, quite nice um, play on words, but, yeah, but I, I, love do, it. I do get, <laughs> I get that sense from you. Like I feel I feel like, as, as I said, according to the Spotify list, 2019 seems to be when you began really releasing stuff to the public on a grander scale. Mm-hmm. And your music does seem to be wrapped around this idea of being present in the world you're pretty you are part of i um, love
1: that that is a theme that's come through for you that's so exciting to me
0: so is that correct is that kind um, of at the heart yeah, of it? yeah
1: but i don't know if i have ever really been able to summarize it so beautifully as you have so it's a real gift to me that you've done that uh wow. Excellent. <laughs> it's gonna help me really focus going forward <laughs> but but was it was that um
0: Actually, before we get to that, let's just start with your career because there's no way you're not a musician. I mean, there's no way you'd you bring up <laughs> an album like that without having spent, you know, the last X amount of years writing music. But what I found with my limited Google knowledge and skills <laughs> that really all I could find was you in your current children's <laughs> family music thing. So so is have you intentionally tried to keep, yourself separate from whatever you were doing beforehand has this been a real okay this is what I am now or am I just really poorly searching your history
1: <laughs> well actually I am um, I have been doing children's music since I think 2013, so wow, okay. I, I've obviously been hidden on the internet, I um, <laughs> but I was in a duo before I've launched his music with Michael called Petite Music Box, Right. Um, so we was myself and a girl called Emma, and we she's French, so she actually uh, moved back to France and lives there now, but we, uh, yeah, started creating music in 2013 when my first daughter was about six months old Mm. Uh, yeah so I have been doing children's music for for a wee while now Uh, eight years I think
0: yeah okay well then I'm really embarrassed and feel like I've I've (coughs) left out this enormous part of who you are now because I kind of just you know ordinarily when you when you research someone you sort of go you know the bio will have extra bits and pieces and things like that that will lead you on to past careers but I did just literally found myself just going, this seems to be the main focus. Um, well, that's probably good. That's... <laughs> I certainly don't think it's a bad thing, but then it obviously makes me get, I mean, all of a sudden I'm like going, oh, here I am thinking you've just sort of landed. And Anyway, let's pretend <laughs> that in 2019 you woke up and went, here's what I'm going to do today. Um, but but there is, but there is this, this, there is, you know, in the music that you have been creating since, since music with Michael, there there as I said in the intro, there is this real you know this urgency of calm and I mean superhero is a beautiful example of this. Has mm. that has that really been a focus for you? like I mean if you if you were to look back on the last couple of years because it's been incredibly busy, 2019, 2020, it's been very constant releases singles Mm -hmm. with the album and things like that. I mean, has that been in the back of your mind? Have you wanted to go, you know, now the the children need calm more than anything?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think Well, I'm a mother. I've got three girls. I've got a three-year-old, a six-year-old, and an eight-and-a-half-year-old. And so being present in a moment and finding calm in that moment is just so important i think for our children and for us as parents in this chaotic uh world yeah (laughs) that uh, we need moments of peace and moments of joy and connection to our children and our family and so yeah that is a real focus of mine in in my writing uh yeah the focus of being present in a moment seeing the world as actually a beautiful place amongst there's so many Mm -hmm. scary messages and scary images and scary thoughts and to instead flip that and say the world's beautiful and you're safe here in this moment and I think that's a really if all children can feel safe and seen and heard and loved in any given moment then that's uh, it's a really beautiful, important thing,
2: yeah. Deep inside the forest at the bottom of the trees Little tiny houses that have been made by fairies When I look inside them, they are nowhere to be seen Singing, where did the fairies go?
0: Where did the fairies go? Some of them are paying does it permeate through most of the art that you create or is it, is it a message that you quite specifically hold on to to deliver to children or, or you know what I mean? Like, I mean, often, often people go into children's music with, a, with an idea of I want to educate or I want to share with children this. But it might not. I think, but but yeah. is it you? Is it you in general? Is it just who you are, this, this, this desire to, you know, bring a bit of calm and it just comes out in the music as well?
1: Yeah, I think it's probably more an overflow of m- my hope in being a parent, even, and yeah, just my hope in my interactions with children that I can, yeah, bring a little bit of calm, but a little bit of fun in the calm <laughs>
0: as well. Yeah, sure. Um, so how how was it? How was it for you in your pre-existing career that I clearly have no idea about? <laughs> What was the? Um, can I call you back in forty minutes? I just gotta. Uh, I just going to take this <laughs> oh, other phone call sorry. quickly. <laughs>
1: That I need to be more searchable. Oh no! no. Nice? I, you know, there is,
0: there is a there is a point in your life when computers start looking more and more like um, unfinished Rubik's cubes. So I, I suspect I'm more existing in that point. Um, you know, when your when your eight-year-old daughter can can manipulate a, a game better than yourself, you know that you're in trouble. But yeah. But was it was it a bit daunting for you because obviously, Music and Michael mm. in 2019 seemed to be when you started releasing the individual stuff it felt like that for me anyway was it quite daunting to step out on your own because you did collaborate quite a lot earlier on as well you know obviously you did a lot with itty bitty Beats, you did a lot yeah. with your loopy tunes was that a comfort for you to be able to sit next to someone in those early stages and share that those moments yeah well I guess being a duo for so long
1: because we were uh we would have been doing me and Emma would have been doing music for about six years I think Mm. as a duo and so to step out on my own felt yeah just really different to not be part of a Team to bounce ideas to and fro from, or you know, to say is this good? And someone say, like, Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you need yeah, that. Sure, you kind of want that um, back and forth. So I, I, I love collaborating, and I still love collaborating um, at the moment. So definitely, it's it's enjoyable to do it with others, and I think you can you can reach places you might not reach on your own, or diff- it sounds different than how you would sound on your own, but. And saying that at the same time, it's been uh really cool to go to go solo and be able to think kind of work on what is my voice and my view and mm. how does it sound when it's just me um writing on my own so it's been really exciting for me to be a solo artist as well, and then have the freedom to within that collaborate with you know anyone. Anyone else who wants to collaborate with me
0: yeah. has been cool. yeah. It seems to be quite a big thing of the New Zealand music yeah. scene, isn't it? The collaborations. Yeah. Like a, I almost can't talk to anybody without somehow just going, okay, so you've performed with them and you've performed with them. And, and, and for me, as, as someone who's trying to run this podcast, it's great because I just sit there and have a wall chart and draw lines from each person who's sang with the other person. So it's it's a pretty easy track to follow. But it is a big deal over there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, I think we're a small place, so it feels like a community, New Zealand, especially um with the Kiwi kids music community, and um, the the um collective that we have. It's made children's music feel like a community of artists, and so it's a real joy to work with each other and and support each other and encourage each other. And we always sort of there's yeah, there's just a real group of us so interested and so passionate about this genre. That even as a solo artist, I certainly don't feel like I'm working alone at all. Mm. So that's a real treat to have that in New Zealand.
0: talk specifically about the music, because the one thing I did notice about a lot of the singles that you were doing there, there, you know, there was a lot more presence of you very stripped back. It doesn't mean the music mm-hmm. itself was easy, but it was, you know, a lot of just simple ukulele with harmonies and things like that. And then you come, and then as we start moving closer to the release of Can You Make Music, it starts to expand itself. And then from that moment, you've got your Christmas release early, um, at late last year, and the and the... Um, the release you had earlier this year, uh, which I'm just searching here to find out what that was called because I... Get I Up actually... and Get Going? Get Up and Get Going, that's the one, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me let me pretend I didn't, let me just pretend I was all over that. And then, of course, at the start of this year you had Get Up and Get Going, which, you know, has this, the, you can actually see that they're just getting bigger and bigger. I mean, it was, this, was this a process of you, like you are saying, finding your own voice in this Um, because you seem to have expanded the sound. It does generally get bigger as you progress through 19, 2019, 2020, and into mm-hmm.
1: 2021. Well, I actually have um, my producers to thank for that. So I used to play, talking about my music career before, before I did children's music, I played um, in a, a number of bands, actually, but one of them was called The Willow Page, which was sort of an alt country um Band that I wrote music for and in that band was actually Emma who I ended up doing petite music box with but also in that band was uh, Vic and Andy Knopp who are Incredibly talented musicians Mm. and producers and so basically uh, The expansion of my sound has been the addition of their (laughs) input and uh, Now we're sort of there's a music with Michael team working on my releases, so it's really exciting to be able to branch out a little bit more in my sound, and having written and played music for years together, there's a real um, understanding and friendship, and they they always seem to just know what I want, in the scrambled language I use to explain to them, I can't imagine doing it with anyone else actually, so... I'm so lucky to have them
0: on my team. Yeah, it's quite interesting you should say that because there's a couple of moments where I found myself in the album sort of thinking um, it's almost like you forgot – not forgot, but almost like, oh, it's a children's album. <laughs> and and yeah. it's not to say the music's not for children, but they, there's a couple of moments, like I think of things like Peekaboo and Dinosaur um, mm-hmm. Zoo and, you know, these these are what you would consider more traditional kind of mm-hmm. children's songs. Um, not for better or worse, but they kind of, you know, I think, you know, the opening track, you you know, there's like, you know, stomp, you know, there's dance moves yeah, and yeah, stop yeah. and freeze. But then, you know, then you Move into things like great big love. Jump in my car, and you know you have these massive, universally expansive notions of love and adoration, and and brave. I feel sits in there as well. I mean, do, when you start working with these new producers, do you have to find yourself going, "Hey, we're still got to kind of, you know, the songwriting process." Do you, did you have to remind yourself a couple of times where you were in the, or what genre you were sitting in, or was that, or because yeah. It's a good question. I
1: actually really intentionally um, create my music and my album in particular for the enjoyment of parents and children together. The idea is that, you know, if you're going on a long car trip and you're putting on my album, that every member in the car will really enjoy the experience. Mm. So I think where there's parts of the album that might not be typically children's genre, that's very intentional and probably my favourite parts <laughs> of the album, especially things like bird chorus. I love like I play that live really differently yeah. to how it appears on the album. So live it's a little bit different, but I oh I just when. When I heard the final version of that track, I just... L- I loved it. I thought I would listen to this um, yeah, with absolutely. or without children. And that's it. I get that feedback a, a bit from parents who say they find themselves listening to my music driving to work without their children in the car. And I love that because it all kind of ties into my... Uh, the, the fact I want my music to bring children and, and their grown-ups together in connection and being present in a moment together and so yeah I really love that there's, I kind of want it sort of to be limitless on the arrangement of my music and I love that Vic and Andy come from a little bit of a different perspective and they can they are not restricted by any sort of rules or laws around children's music mm-hmm. so this So, the outcome is what you hear on the album. Here it is your morning song,
2: tells me the day has come, and I will sing along with the bird chorus. Your morning song.
0: The bird chorus. Do you give them much freedom with the producing? Like, I mean, do you just sit back yeah. and go, "Send me, send me when it's done"? Or yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> pretty much. So during so the the album, I actually was really lucky to get Creative New Zealand funding to create during lockdown. Mm. And so because we're in lockdown, that album needed to be created um, just. From our separate homes obviously we couldn't get together in person so I will write the songs and then I'll record my vocals and like a ukulele or guitar demo track um, and then I'll sing in any arrangement ideas any arranged you know horn lines or anything like that that I'd love to hear and also any notes of the direction I want the song to take or references to other music, I'd love it to sound like things like that, and then I send it through to them, and then basically, if you know, a Go few days a or, or a then. week later, uh, <laughs> this amazing song pops back into my inbox. It's, and from there I make any little edits or but we're sort of at the point now where it feels super cohesive, yeah. like we understand where we're all heading. Yeah.
0: I think you can I mean you can definitely hear that because one of the one of the moment, one of the descriptions I had about this album was I kind of in, in my own brain I kind of likened it to an exploding star. And, and I kind of like not not in a bad way, but but it swung between these not like you know if you imagine a, a star at the end of its life, and, and I'm not suggesting that this will be the last album you want to make, <laughs> but like you know you have this you have this image of this thing like. You know, expanding and being monstrous <laughs> and giving off massive amount of heat and energy, and then it just contracts back in on itself and has <laughs> this tiny little thing in the in the center of it then expands again. And and I really got that sense with the album. And it's nice, you know, it's nice to it's nice to know that you give them that kind of freedom because I think they've achieved something. You know, obviously in close conjunction with you, they've really created this um, yeah. like you're saying like there is something for everyone, but I think their stamp is across everything. Yeah for sure. But, but, but every song I was kind of a bit like, well is this going to be one of those things that just lifts me off and just carries me off somewhere else or is this just gonna make me want to crawl around on the carpet with my child? I mean <laughs> this, I mean from from a writing perspective, are you conscious of those kind of moments with the album or are you really just responding to whatever's in your mind at the time? It's
1: a good question.
0: I expect what... an, an incredible answer then, Michael. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I can come through. <laughs> <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to call me back? I'll give you, I'll give you ten think... minutes on this one.
1: Yeah, I think I probably – each song is really – a moment in time for me when I'm writing it, probably. So I'm probably more focusing on what 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 is the message and what is the moment I want, um, you know, children and grown-ups to be able to have during this song. How do I want them to feel? Mm. Um, that's probably a big one. How How do I want them to feel? You know, with Brave, that was really important to me, that Brave was quite stripped back mm. and very calm because I really wanted the message of, you know, who you are when you're being yourself, who you are. That's really brave. Share your feelings, share what you love, share who you are. That's the bravest thing you can do and you'll be received with love. I wanted that to be a real Mm. moment that children, it could, you know, settle on their hearts. And same for adults. You know, there's that line, there's a line in that song that says, um, if you're hurt, please don't hide, baby, it's so brave to cry. And when I was writing that, I was thinking of of adults as well because we need these reminders too of it's okay to cry and share our hurt and share our pain and who we really are. And I want that moment to be very stripped back. Um, yeah. So I think it's probably more song to song than rather looking at an overarching album experience you might fall you might fly baby it's so brave to try
2: when you feel scared inside baby it's so brave to try when you're hurt
0: I think I think that's the interesting about brave because I mean I think that's the whole we we not demand I don't think that's a fair enough word but there but it definitely the, the the new parent generation <laughs> has this deep focus on emotional well-being but mm. but we are so caught up in ensuring our children have it that we often forget for sure they need to see us have it You know, I have this conversation (laughs) with my wife all the time, not like just in in a discussion about the importance of they need to see us vulnerable. They must see us be vulnerable because if they cannot see us be vulnerable, you know, like vulnerability is not a weakness. It's okay for them to see us cry Mm -hmm. because, it's you know, we know how good crying is. Why hide it from them? You know, create positive attitude around it rather than... Yeah, totally.
1: yeah, and actually, interesting enough, I did, um, I was at a course, I was lucky enough to go to a bit of a course yesterday that was on the science of emotion, um, and I was sitting in a room with counsellors and occupational therapists, and me, um, <laughs> when we did the introductions, everyone's got these amazing degrees, and uh, <laughs> Like, Hi, I write music for kids. Yeah. I wrote music <laughs> for kids
0: since two thousand thirteen. They went, no, 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 no. You started in two thousand and nineteen, thank you very much.
1: <laughs>
0: I can't find anything about you. I'm just on my phone as we speak and there's nothing <laughs> But um
1: It was talking at that course about how we can't sit with other people's emotions unless we've really felt them and experienced them, let ourselves feel them. So unless we can sit in our anger and our feelings of futility and sadness, it's really hard to then be able to comfortably sit with your children's or another person's anger or sadness or feelings of futility. So I think, yeah, being able to be honest in our emotions... It's so important appearance, yeah. Yeah,
0: totally. And I think we get really caught up in the in the solution, like a solution-driven yeah. solution, yeah. driven solution mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And and, and mm-hmm. I think we forget that just acknowledging emotions
1: yeah.
0: is the solution. That is the yeah. solution. The solution is not fixing that emotion or trying to remove it with something. You, you mm-hmm. need the, the solution is the emotion. But interesting you should say that because brave is you know if we're we're looking at this idea of sitting with emotions when i listened to brave and i heard the the, that particular line it's so brave to bear your soul Mm. that to me was the line of the album i mean we touched on it at the start about the overarching theme and as you said you haven't necessarily gone out of your way to do it but it's almost like you can't stop yourself (laughs) being present in all of this and you know, I, I thought to myself, okay, well, that's that's the that's the line that sums up everything I think about music with Michael and what I hear. And then, of course, I got to peace. Mm-hmm. And then I heard peace, and it was almost like I'd never heard Brave, and it was almost <laughs> like the rest of the album didn't exist. And it was also like even the career I didn't know you had six years prior to me finding out about you didn't oh, it exist. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. This this <laughs> song, this song is is. Is extraordinary, and I and I genuinely mean that. I have played it to three adults since I first listened to it yesterday, um, because it is it is such a rich song, and I've actually haven't had the chance to play it to my um, eight year old yet, but I'm dying to because she's sitting right on that precipice that she will understand what you're saying, but at the same time, get completely lost. In this song, um, it is it is from a listener. This song is a is a total triumph to me, and and it feels oh. to me like it is it's everything you are trying to do, kind of caught perfectly in this one moment. Now, I guess the question for you is: is did you have a clear vision of this song? Did this come back and blow you away? do you not see it the way I do and the people I've played it to since feel about it? Um, I don't know. It just feels like it's a bit of a defining moment, not only on this album, but in, in the career that you are, as you said, going solo and finding yourself, it feels like it lands in this song. Is, is that, you know, uh, is that just too I'm, much?
1: I feel really emo- <laughs> emotional actually hearing you say that. I Peace was the last song I wrote for the album. And I wrote piece, um, in reaction to the world, the state of the world, mm. <laughs> the world last year in particular. Um, seeing the Black Lives Matter movement happening, f- f- COVID, everything was feeling for me very, very overwhelming. Mm. Um, I spend you know a bit of time on Instagram um, with work and connecting mm. with people. Instagram felt so completely overwhelming and yeah I for me it was this defining song of what is what can I do what is my message I can't the only thing that I I have to offer is songwriting that's my offer to the world Mm. that's my that's what I have in my toolbox and what can I offer children walking into this world um What is my hope for tomorrow? Uh, And peace just overflowed from that.
0: Out, yeah, yeah. But it feels it feels like that. It feels like, as I said, it, it feels like it was it was there was like you had touched. As I said, I heard that line. It's okay to brave. It's brave to be your soul. And I went, yeah, that's what it's about. But then when I got to peace, I went, no, this this is what you are about. Wow. This it's is your really... career. This is what's in your heart. This is what you want to pass on to children. I've
2: got tomorrow in my heart. I've got the future in my
1: thank you. I'm so, uh, I'm thrilled that you love Peace and that that's what you heard in it and felt from it because, yeah, I added it on the album and I sent it to Vic and Andy and I was like, I want this to be, I reference Bob Dylan, I want mm. this to be, you know, this, it's like a not protest protest song. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and first we tried it, you know, I was like, I want it to be, you know, four chords and the truth. I want it really stripped back, like a tiny bit of harmonica. And then they sent that through. And I was like, no, I don't. No. I don't want that at all. <laughs> it needs
0: no, to be it's, it's big. It needs, need to be big. To be, it
1: needs to be big. It needs to be big. And then, yeah, so then they went from there and they sent back that beautiful arrangement. And then I had my children sing on it. My husband joined in. And that moment where they all join in, mm. uh, I pretty much still almost cry every time their voices join me mm. uh, because that's it's that feeling that of more people picking up that message of folk and
0: yeah well <laughs> I think I think it's like you know you talk about the Dylan thing and the folk thing but it's mm. I, I don't hear it as a protest song it's more of a solution song you know what yeah I mean? and, and I think and I, and I think they both both the, those concepts find themselves coming from the same empty bottle of scotch but <laughs> but they're, they're different they're different approaches to the same thing and they're both extraordinarily valid and needed on both their own right and you know there's a there's a there's a different thing with a yeah. solution song you know and 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 it's it is a solution song and I think yeah I, I it's it is I don't know. I, I could just spend the next three hours talking about that song. It is, it is, g- genuinely a triumph. It is such a oh, beautiful, thank you so much. beautiful moment in your career. And um, if you choose not to do anything ever again, or keep it off uh, the internet, so I yeah, just yeah, yeah. assume your career only goes for a year and three months, um, then you know we're all good.
2: Place that's
0: Let's move on from the uncomfortability and the too deepened and, and um, profound. I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to chuck out a songwriting scenario to you, and I want you okay. to. I was going to st- see if you could tell me how close I am. So, th- there's times in a children's in children's music when a song has a clear message and and it's layered with meaning and intent. Now, with that, I'd like to pitch a notion to you, and I'd like to see how close <laughs> I get. I imagine you sneaking around the kitchen behind your family's back, might be midnight, it might just be while everyone is under the sprinkler in the yard, and you find yourself more or less hiding behind an open door of your fridge and scoffing a punnet of blueberries, (laughs) and you feel kind of guilty about doing it because, of course, you're hiding them from your family and they're kind of expensive so you feel like you feel bad for hogging them yourself. But then you kind of, as a songwriter, you turn the anxiety of you cheating or sneaking that that into art and you create the song Blueberries. Um, is this how close am I am of creating, what? am I getting the vibe of how this song came about? Because to me, this song is you hiding in the fridge scoffing Blueberries, talking about how much you love them.
1: Well, I love that scenario, and I, I feel like I want to pretend that that is exactly the case, uh, but no. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Uh, that's a beautiful image, though, of me hiding, scoffing, <laughs> blueberry juice is dripping off my chin to the floor. I, I enjoy that. If I make a music video, that's
0: that's, what it'll be. That's what it'll be.
1: You've set the vision. (laughs) No, my daughter loved blueberries, so I wrote a fun song. Her favorite fruit.
0: (laughs) Okay, fair enough.
1: that?
0: (laughs) All right, that's that's kind of okay. It's a little bit of a shame because I kind of had a moment of you. I I feel really disappointed in myself. Because they're so expensive. (laughs) and my kids always say, can I have a blueberry? I'm a bit like this is like yeah, 8 dollars yeah. worth yeah, yeah. In, in like no there's you know, a rare festival. like
1: there's like a couple weeks of the year where you can afford blueberries so that's why you just need to go hard go yeah. real hard really take <laughs> a really short amount of time so that's why you know breakfast lunch dinner you're eating those blueberries <laughs>
0: aspect of the album uh is there's you know today there's let's just talk about the song today um which is a very oh hang on yeah that today's not today's one of the singles no, it's not it? on the album it's yeah, a it's single yeah um it's a very beautiful song but i put in context of your other songs like jump in my car and our love is a mm-hmm. big love um with loopy tunes obviously and it's it's part of this overall theme of yours which is essentially there were moments where i felt there was this big love letter to someone or something i mean is is this album an, a bit of an ode to your family to your own children to your Oh yeah, comfort you feel in your family. Yeah, for sure.
1: Like, my the whole reason I started writing music for children was when I became a mother, and just that overflowing, extreme love you feel for your child. And so, it's taking that. It's, I'm trying to bottle these years, basically, trying to bottle up these years of early childhood mm-hmm. and and capture it forever and share it with the world because it's intoxicating there's nothing quite like it Uh, yeah absolutely yeah this kind of love could change the world so trying to bottle that up and share it around is definitely
0: well there's also that moment where you know they don't want to hear you say you love them anymore so you can just go (laughs) here you go here's 10 years of music I wrote for you um is your kids play quite a big part in your at least in your visuals Mm -hmm. um is that was is that an easy thing for you to do? Because obviously there's you know everyone's a bit. Because I, I know when you have your own children, it's kind of very easy to do. You know you don't have to organise another. Ch- yeah, it's great. And, and yeah, it's just like hey, you're there. <laughs> come, let's go do this. But at the same time, you're always a bit conscious about putting your children online too much and yeah. things like that. But mm-hmm. they do play a big part. I mean, is this is this because they're close by and do they kind of roll their eyes and go no, mum again? Or is this um, or is or is this a real family affair of the, of the things you create.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of the times I'm writing the songs with my children in the room, with my daughters putting their ideas. I'm definitely... I, when I'm writing music, I'm never shutting myself in another room to do my, you know, important work. It's mm. definitely... I've grabbed my ukulele while we're playing. I wrote series when we're literally walking through a forest. Mm. I started singing and playing around. So... Songwriting is just very much a part of my children's life, their entire Mm. life. Their mother just breaks into a song. Um, And also, because we're such a tight community, it's quite funny, we know we're really good friends of Itty Bitty Beats and Loopy Tunes. Mm. So my children, it takes to quite an old age before they realise, oh, not everyone knows the artists they listen to. They ask me, when can we meet Jojo Siwa? Because they just think I know a position there. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So true. Gonna... <laughs> oh my god i got the exact same question yeah
1: yeah they're just growing up totally in this world of creating music and they really enjoy it for sure there's times where i'm like guys let's make this music video and they're like when i want to but also i do a lot of um online music like live facebook mm interactive music videos and I was doing you know live music and I did um, during lockdown in New Zealand I did live music a half hour live session pretty much every day during lockdown um, and so the girls do that even with me singing they love singing and interacting they they know how to you know interact yeah. through a live Facebook but for sure the last week of lockdown no one was coming into that room with me to do live music <laughs> Ah. Over it, so there, I've discovered there is a point where their enthusiasm uh, disappears. <laughs> well, I guess there's also the
0: point where you're under pressure to kind of, particularly when you go on live, when you when you when you sort of move into that social world. I mean, there is a, There's a, you've got to be pretty consistent, yeah. And there's and there's, you know, there's an element of you doing it because you love it, but there's also an element of you doing it because it's your brand, it's your business, and you've got to keep it floating, you've got to keep it visible. Yeah. Whereas that's that ceases to be fun.
1: Yeah, well, I tell you what, there's nothing like parenting live on Facebook to get your heart rate going. <laughs> That's so true. There's been some doozies.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, the whole world's watching... Oh, world's watching.
1: i on-screen off-screen. I use all the. Okay, darling. <laughs> Maybe we could do that later. I can see later. You're feeling really frustrated. <laughs> That's so true. I can see There's you look. There's times where I've stopped the camera and been like,
0: "What was that? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No. If you, if you just do this for five more minutes, you can have the iPad for a month. Oh, all right, non-stop oh, a the month. The amount of
1: times I've whispered, nice no, and chocolate <laughs> after this in the ear." And then they announce it. Can we have our chocolate now?
0: Oh, God, it's so true. But the
1: thing is, is that it's meant that I've created a brand where I'm very, uh, um, I'm definitely not appearing to be any different from a regular no, parent. No, no, no. making your way through life the very best you can. It's for lunch, lunch,
2: lunch.
0: I want to touch on your lyrics, gently because there's a couple of moments I think are brilliant. Hands up if you want to hide till March. Genius. Greatest (laughs) line ever. Um, I'm glad you appreciate
1: that. That's one of those lines where I, you know, I thought I was very funny. I think it's
0: great. It's so great. I heard it and I think I was in the other room and I ran back to the computer and went, I think, did I just hear that? And the line before it, what's the line before it? If if, Um, um, something about... the carols
1: fill up your heart. the
0: carols fill up your heart. So I was like, you know... And I got to that and I went, Well, oh, it mustn't be that line because that seems <laughs> quite – and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, hands up if the carols fill your heart or if you want basically – and I went, oh, yeah. that's amazing. I find people
1: meet one of those two extremes. There's yeah. no one between for Yeah,
0: <laughs> everyone's into it or they just want to run away. And the other one which I think is amazing is so many ways to say hello, which – Oh, yeah. Which, what, okay, so I've got, to, I've got to say with this song, so when I first saw the heading – I kind of went oh yeah that's a pretty that's a pretty standard daycare classic you know you just have you know everyone kind of at some point brings out a song about different languages and things like that and hello is a really good one and then it started and then I went that's amazing Hindi is the only language you mention everything else in the entire song is just physical hellos and I thought actually that's probably I don't think that's ever been done before so my question is, why did you ran, randomly put namaste in there, which is fine, but is the yeah, well, only time you reference a language? I think that might have been a Lucy moment, actually, from
1: anybody. So we wrote that on a Facebook Messenger chat. Uh, the kids are all going back to school after lockdown. And, you know, we had that social distancing. Yeah, the no, children aren't going to high-five or hug, and we're like, yeah, right, okay, sure. <laughs> so social true. distancing. Out a primary school oh thought, mate that's gonna work but we thought oh well we'll you know we'll create a resource <laughs> for that <laughs> and then it was literally me jenny and lucy goofing around in a facebook chat writing ridiculous oh the things that didn't make the cut it just there were i can't even remember now but that that went on and on for a while <laughs> a while I saying more and more ridiculous yeah ideas and so yeah namaste just it felt yeah, right.
0: Yeah, right so it, it in. yeah brilliant I just and I went back again I went it's gotta be another thing and then I think I found lyrics somewhere I was going nope namaste <laughs> is the only actual language they've put into this entire song about saying hello. There
2: are so many
0: want to quickly talk about the response mixes yes i was really i was really quite shocked how well it worked with this i mean it's it's at first thought it seems like such a world (laughs) apart but then when they were together i just kind of went sort of really just worked i mean it kind of removed your music from children's well, did it? I mean, did it, did it? really? I mean, did it? Did it? <laughs> did it really? Am I am I imposing my own bias upon children's music, or um, so? Well, yeah. I mean, how did it come about? It's a really, I mean, it's really refreshing, and you know, and it's this whole new level of collaboration again. You know, you entrusting this whole new world. Yeah. So Vec and
1: Andy are the response. Oh, well, they're the same people. <laughs>
0: There you go. That's, that's all the mysteries so it,
1: and it just—it was basically we—we we just had. I think it was Annie had the idea, or one of us had the idea, right at the beginning of the album project. What if we took three songs and did remixes of them? Which I just thought was brilliant. Totally. You know, no, no um, walls, no boundaries. Do whatever you want. And then it was quite funny because then I think I chose songs that sort of surprised and I was like let's do spring and they're like oh okay
0: (laughs) oh okay because I've already done these three over here but sure if you want to do spring that sounds great
1: um and let's do brave and I think, you know, I just love it. It's, the idea was to just take some of the lower-key ones and make them sound
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's so much fun. And I don't like to use – I mean, I feel very much in my 40s when I say it sounds so much fun. But um, it, it really oh. is. Like, it really is just a really um,
1: – I just – when they sent them through – so most of the time I would listen in the car. When they first sent through mixes or arrangements or – you know, finished tracks. I'm usually dropping the kids at school or somewhere, and then I excitedly plug in my phone and listen to the music. And every time they sent me a remix, I would just laugh and laugh. and I'd just drive around laughing my head off. I just thought they were the, the most brilliant (laughs) yeah I just found it so entertaining yeah and
0: really really weirdly complimentary too I think that was the thing that I was quite shocked with I just really went this just really works with this and I kind of got that sense (laughs) with your music you know it's a bit like um you know you have this you have this music where you just go yeah like it's just the difference between having a ukulele behind it and having a, a drum machine behind it yeah is not. It's really just what sits behind it. Like it, it just really worked. <laughs> I mean, they're they're really. You know They're kind of dance anthems Some of them I was kind of going yeah. Okay I was not expecting that But um, that really I want worked. to walk into
1: a club Somewhere at midnight yeah. And these songs Just be going off I want there to be A rave happening <laughs> and, and <laughs> I at, just love
0: it And, and at I'm, the same time The same song In a different version is being played Quietly through an iPod In somebody's <laughs> cot room <laughs> While they're rocking their child to sleep. hundred
1: percent. I want those things to be happening <laughs> simultaneously. to <laughs> Bye. Bye. Important messages in my music, but I I don't take myself at all too seriously, and I think mm. it's important to have fun, and that's the invitation with our genres to just have a whole lot of fun and a whole lot of laughter. And those those remixes have I I just love them. I was like, even if no one listens to these, I think they're the best, yeah, most awesome remixes. I love them so much. And yeah, I love I love when people mention the remixes. Because Vic and Annie, they're so talented. Yeah, they're, totally. They're so amazing with what they do. And it is like a bit of a surprise to throw in response remixes, but I I love it. I think it's brilliant.
0: Michael, uh, thank you so much for taking your time to fill us in today. Um you know look again as I, I and i sort of end it in the same way begun it, it it is it is a really beautiful album and and i think and i think the and i feel the urgency of your need to spread calm um it, it's kind of really unique and it's something very very it's very rich in what you do and it's in all of what you do. I think even in the songs where you feel you might just be a bit, I guess for the lack of a better word, sillier, it's still there. It's all about sitting in the moment and being part of the world that you are in and and ensuring that you play a part in the world you're in um, as opposed to try to change the world to suit yourself. Um, Really beautiful (laughs) message. It's very important to say, and you say it, Flawlessly, and if nothing else, if nothing else, thank you from the bottom of my heart for peace. Um, although at, taken out of context, that seems like an enormous piece of praise. Thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for peace. Thanks, um, you're welcome, just peace in general. <laughs> Thanks, it out. thanks for bringing that about. That was great. Like, I mean, so many people have tried for years. So you know, I'm really, really grateful you You're managed welcome. that. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's happy and it's fixed. Um, My job is done. <laughs> um, but it's been a real pleasure talking to you and finding out more about what you do and and um, yeah, just getting an insight into into. I guess your heart is very present in what you do. And it's nice to be, I guess, a little bit introduced to the heart that kind of creates that music. So thank you so much for taking your time out to speak with me today. Thank you, Benny. Thank you.
1: I've had such a great time talking to you and you're right, the time has flown by. So (laughs) I probably could talk for three more hours with you. It's been such a pleasure.
0: If you'd like to know more about Michael and her beautiful music, then head along to www.musicwithmichael.com. And, of course, for more Benny Time goodness, head along to www.bennytime.com. Thanks for listening to me, Benny, asking Michael questions.